Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. <laughs> Welcome to The Best Bits with Lily and Alice. We'd like to recognise the traditional peoples of this continent whose land was stolen nearly 250 years ago. In particular, we at The Best Bits would like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Ura Nation and the Palawa people of Lutruwita, who are traditional owners of the land in which this podcast is being recorded today. And we extend our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Hello, darling. Hello, darling. Welcome, everyone, to our episode. Yay, this is so exciting. I can't wait to record this episode. Oh, my God. It's one we've been wanting to do for, like, ages, but I feel like it's the right time. Yes. Um, how are you? I am I am fantastic. However, I'm also exhausted. Mm. I feel like it's the latter part of the year where everyone's, like, just, like, mm-hmm. you know, just dragging their feet in a way. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that... I am very excited for the holidays, but I'm also trying not to, um, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I, I'm trying not to kind of just count down the days either. So yeah, it feels like you're just like crawling to the finish yeah, line. Yeah. I, I honestly cannot wait for the summer holidays. Like summer, what is yeah. it? Summer in like one day or it's probably summer when you guys are listening to this. And I'm like, yep. let's launch. I know. <laughs> I know, me too. And I feel like I was saying to Al, like all of my clients are the exact mm. same way. Like everyone is like, I am exhausted. Mm. And it's this funny thing that we do every year is that you forget that you've felt this every yeah. single year beforehand. Yeah. It's like when you get your period and you're – you know, PMSing and you're like, what's going on? Like, I don't understand. You're like, how do I forget this every, every single month? Every single time. Happens. It's like daylight right. savings. You're like, oh, it's so yeah. light. It's like, this happens yeah. every year. Every how year. <laughs> but I think that's like, I mean, that's just, I mean, that's just a reflection of our ability to adapt and move forward. Right. right? So, yep. Let's just use this yep. for our that's advantage. So true. Yeah, 100%. But yeah, you're definitely 
definitely not alone there. Yeah. Um, How's your week? Yeah, good. Yeah. Really, yeah, really nice. I had um, a couple friends visiting. Oh. Uh, so that was so nice. We showed them around Tassie and kind of like fit everything in into like I think it was three, four days. Um, so it was so much fun, but yeah, definitely exhausted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really hosting. nice. Really, That's really awesome. nice. Yeah. It feels like, you're, yeah, you're hosting Host, and like, oh, you're constantly, you want to show them the best bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the best bits. <laughs> Plug. Well, the best bits. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> but yeah, other than that, really, really, really good. Um, what's your, well, actually, no, I'll do my quote. Cause I like okay. ending on your, your little poem. That's so fun. <laughs> Um, mine is just really, really simple. I feel like mine are always just like short and simple, but I I like them the best, I think. Um, and it's a Stephen Hawking one. Oh, Stephen. Uh, my mate. No, good old old Stephen. Well, mate, Stephen. Um, it's life would be tragic if it weren't funny. And. Oh, I love that so much. (laughs) I think that's kind of, I guess, how we both kind of approach life. That it's just like, you've if you don't laugh, you'll cry. Mm-hmm. And you, yeah, you've got to find the funny moments because yeah, if not, it would be tragic and it would be boring mm-hmm. and you've got to make light of, of the shitty situations when you can. Mm. So yeah, life would be tragic if, if it weren't funny. That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. I actually love that. I'm going to write that on my, on my quote board. Oh, I love that you have a quote board. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do. It's so cute. So I don't know if I should have shared that, but that is it. Okay. Um, so, Lily, I've written Tell a poem. Yes. Um, and the, the poem is about um, the – it's about sort of – it's not about dating as such, but it, you can you can apply it to dating. Um, and cool. it's called The Sound That's of Silence. Oh, yes, this is what I've said. It's called The Sound of Silence. Okay, you ready? Oh. Yep. Go. The sound of silence, a heart-wrenching echo, formed not of the sound itself but the cracks deep below. The darkness seeps in, a somber shadow, from not of a body or thing but the darkness bestowed. The memories warped, tainted with lust and hope, entering my mind a slippery slope. The first sound of silence, this is the hardest part, but with silence comes sound, the beginning of the start. For those listening to silence, it's all part of the song because without silence, my friend, the chorus does not belong. Oh, my God, that makes me want to cry. That is so good. <laughs> so, the, as soon as you said the sound of silence, my heart went. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? Because silence is, it, it's, it's so, yeah. it's so, it's so, you could, yeah. Anyway, so that's the poem of today, my I friends. Love that. Um, I love that. Yeah, watch this space for next week's and, poem. And the, um, the part you said about memories warped. Yeah. It's. You or, yeah, the way that you look back at a relationship, and I guess through rose-colored glasses, yeah, and you only remember all of those good bits, yeah, and yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, You're so talented, my love. I love that. Thank you, my love. Dating, 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 and I wanted to start this episode because out of Alison, I she is the only one currently dating. Mm. So. I feel like that requires um, kind of one-sided vulnerability for this episode, which I think sometimes it's really hard to be vulnerable when someone else isn't being vulnerable. Um, And I really appreciate you doing that for this episode. So I thought I would tell you 
two of my most embarrassing dating stories. I love so that you. you feel <laughs> this is awesome. So you feel a little bit oh, less alone. You're the best. Um, in this episode. So, number one. Uh, <laughs> number I'm one. laughing. Um. So the. the <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, set the scene. I'm in college. I start seeing someone. We're going on dates. So we went on a date. We went out to dinner. And then we came back to his dorm room. We're, we're laying in bed. We're watching a movie. <laughs> the, the, the vibe is very romantic. Oh, my God. I sneeze so hard. Oh, no. <laughs> Snot comes out of your nose. That I, no, that I <laughs> you farted. <laughs> you pooed yourself. <laughs> no, it was that I cracked my rib. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm. I'm not joking. I cracked my rib. I couldn't move, and it was like this thing of like, oh my oh god, no. I'm in so much pain, and we just like just started seeing each other. I was in so much pain. I felt like crying. And you know, when you're in that like stage with someone early where you're just like not ready to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So I made up some, um, some lie about, I've, I've just forgot, like I have, I have to go do an assignment. And I laid in bed for like five days oh, really? and never, never told him. Oh my gosh. It was I like just one of those things where you're like, I, like what the actual fuck? Yeah. Like, who does that happen to? Yeah, that who is hilarious. That so, what ha- what happened in the end? Do you guys just like fizzle out, or no? We actually ended up dating, but oh. I never told him. Oh my gosh, and he still doesn't know this day. That is hilarious. I wonder if he's listening. Uh, probably not. <laughs> well, um, funny story. Okay, now you can tell another one. Second, yeah. Okay, this is when I first started dating Fraser. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I it was I believe the first time meeting his parents and we're at dinner at the dinner table at his parents house and you know they were asking me questions and you know like you do you know mm. when you're first getting to know someone and you know when kind of like all of like the the attention is on you and I don't yeah. think I like I don't think I fully noticed it like consciously but I must have been really nervous Mm. and for me if I'm ever to have a panic attack my yeah yeah my (laughs) my my body's reaction is to faint oh my god and so I felt this feeling come on right I'm like okay the feeling yeah Uh uh-huh the feeling I felt it come on while I'm sitting at dinner and I'm like okay which I'm, this next move is the most stupid move. I'm like, you okay, if I have to faint, I'll go to the bathroom and I'll faint in the bathroom. <laughs> Maybe like I'll be okay. And I stood up. Oh, no. <laughs> and the next thing I know is Fraser and his parents are standing <gasps> above me. <laughs> and I remember his mum saying like, like, I don't feel a pulse. (laughs) 
is so fucked up. Oh my god. I remember getting into bed that night with Fraser and just like, like sobbing. Just, where's the where's the shovel? <laughs> like actually put me in the bin. Oh my Put me gosh. in the bin. Oh. I know. I have that is hilarious. I, I feel that like that's so funny. So funny. I know. That trauma is like stored stored in my body now. Well, you know what? I mean, if there's one way to do it, it's probably that way. You know, I made an entrance. <laughs> you did. I, I made did. an entrance. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Alice. Yes. Dating. Really. You are I. in the dating pool. And I guess I want to start it off by you were obviously in a relationship. Correct. Correct. How do you know when is the right time? after a breakup or how did you know Mm. when the right time was um to start dating again like when did it feel right how did you know because I think that's a really tricky one very tricky a hundred percent and I think firstly I'll preface with saying every single person is different and Mm. I have been through I would say two significant breakups in in my life probably three mm-hmm. but it doesn't really count the other one but two significant yeah. ones and I remember with my first one the best thing I did was put myself out there again because I knew yeah. that if I didn't I would essentially hold hope um and mm. I would not be out of experience um the other opportunities that are out there for me and so when my last breakup happened, one thing that I promised myself was to let go of all hope Um, Mm. because if I were not, then I knew that I would basically be brokenhearted twice. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So one way that I did that was to put myself out there. And Mm. what I mean by putting myself out there was to be open to dating if that came about. Um, And I'd say that a few months after we broke up has been the time when I'm like, I'm actually really ready to date. Um, The first couple of months I was still grieving and I Mm. I would say that um, one thing that I realised earlier on was that I was, you know, I was still having those moments where I was like, I want, you know, my ex back and, um now I'm at a point where I'm like, I actually don't. And then I think that that's given me the confidence to be like, I actually am ready to date because I don't want my ex back. I am not, you know, in the same space as what I was several months ago when I did want my Mm. ex back. But now I'm like, I actually don't. And I feel like that's given me the confidence Mm. too. And even with my psychologist, I actually asked her the same question on a week ago or so. I was like, am I – is it bad that I'm dating, mm. which I guess subjectively or objectively it might be earlier than some people mm. um, after a breakup and she's like, you know what, like you've just got to go in with knowing um, mm. uh, like um, knowing what um, I guess just, just knowing your attachments and mm. just being really, really cautious about when you um, when you are getting too attached and to not put too much energy into it or enough look too much energy that you're like exhausting yourself and you're you're mm-hmm. 
in a sense too like, focused on too it. Too focused, maybe? and if you're very, very, mm. if I guess if you're in a vulnerable space, you know, you're much more likely yeah. to be attached to somebody who shows elements of love that you previously had received. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think to be in the space where I remember always asking myself, like, okay, if my ex um, asked me to to be together, yeah, what would I say? And I feel like you're so ready to be in the state of dating when you know in your heart you would say no. Yeah. And I think that that I think the timeline is different for everyone, but I think that um, that answer uh, is really important. And mm. so, like, I feel like whenever you kind of get to that state where you're like, no, I actually don't think that I would, that's really important. Yeah, 100%. Um, and I feel like that's that's 100% where you're at, where it's, mm. you know, you're, you're really wanting to move forward. And I think, you know, you know what you do want, but you also know what you don't want now. Yeah. Um, which I think is really important, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And it's taking some time. And I guess this is what we'll probably go into is, like, what – when you are dating, like dating with intention and not just going, I'm just going to go on a date with this random person because he's hot. It's like, no, like is yeah. this guy actually going to be compatible to the life I want to live? Yeah. Um, so what is your approach to dating then? Like what does that mm. look like? So I think for me, like I'm on a dating app. So mm-hmm. which one? Hinge. It's yeah, the only one. That's the good one, right? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And, you know, I don't go on it a heap, but – um, and I actually haven't been on it for, for a couple of few days. Like I, you know, I go in and go out, you know, whatever. Yeah. but, um, yeah. you know, um, I'm on a dating app and I'm also, you know, I guess I'm just like, if I'm, you know, I guess I'm just open to it. You know, if I'm a cafe and there's like a hot guy, like mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a yeah. potential, you know, whatever. Um, but my approach to be honest is, uh, not going in with any expectations um, mm. but going in with an open mind um, mm-hmm. and changing the language about it, around it. Because mm. if I go into a date and be like, okay, is this going to be my husband? Then yeah, 99.99% of the chance I'll probably be disappointed because I don't know if someone's going to be my husband or my future baby's You start dad. picturing your whole life with them? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, does this last name fit with my name? Yeah. I'm not sure. Would he be out yeah. of Yeah. Like, so – yeah, yeah. I, I I don't do that anymore. Um, mm. and I I have lowered. Um, I have been a wary of when my attachment style is projecting, and when it's not. And so, mm. with the approach that I take, it's a much more calm approach than I have mm. maybe previously. Um, and mm-hmm. I guess what's helped is letting go of any expectations. And I know that sounds so bad, mm. but with dating you're pretty much going to be disappointed a lot of the time. Um, And I know that sounds horrible, but there's a lot of people out there who aren't going to meet Mm -hmm. what you need. And that's okay Mm because there's a lot of people out there, right? Um, Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. if you go into a date with the expectation that it's going to be perfect and you're going to click and it's going to be great, then Mm -hmm. most of the time you're going to be disappointed. So for me, Mm -hmm. my approach to dating is, let's just do this. Let's go on a coffee date. Let's go on a walk. Let's see how we, you know, let's get a vibe check. If we get along, awesome. Let's make another, maybe a dinner date or go for a bush walk or something. Um, Mm. And if we don't, I went for a a daytime, a daytime date to a first one. I don't think I've ever been on a dinner date before. I don't think I've ever been on a dinner date. I honestly, for the first time, bit awkward. 
Yeah. A bit weird. It's so yeah. weird. For me, I, I find it, firstly, you have to put a lot more effort in. Like yeah. you have to get changed and you have to mm-hmm. kind of semi-nice and like, you know, it's a weird, very constructed event. Whereas yeah. if you're like, hey, like let's go grab a coffee at 6 a.m. in the morning while I take Ziggs for a walk, fun. Yeah. Like you just go after the gym and it's just you and it's very casual. Yeah. Or like in the Arvo, yeah. go for a walk at 4 o'clock at the beach. Um, yeah. And if you're, it vibes, awesome, go for dinner. If it doesn't, yeah. awesome, got to go, go, go home and – go to my mate's house, I'll go out for dinner or, you know, I've got to make dinner or I've got to, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. I find it much better. And at the end of the day, the first yeah. day is a vibe check. So it can be literally like an, yeah. you know, half an hour. It doesn't have to be a four-hour yeah. event. If yeah. it is, and how long do you think it, it takes you, you know, just in that kind of like first meeting to um, determine whether like this has potential, mm. like to get the vibe? How long do you think I it takes it you? it takes like – Honestly, like five minutes. Like yeah. I honestly think, like if if and I, if you're like, oh, I think that that that's a no go. Like, it, and it's not mm-hmm. that you have to fall in love with them in five minutes time or not fall in love with them in five minutes time. But like, yeah. if it's like you know five minutes, ten minutes, and you're like, this is boring conversation. No, mm-hmm. we're not. We're not. We're not clicking. Like, you know, something's off. Like, great awesome yeah. we, we we know that now whereas if it's like oh this yeah. is actually fun like i'm actually enjoying this person company that doesn't mean that they're going to be a future you know boyfriend or husband or anything like that but yeah. there's something there and there's something to yeah. leverage off or you know maybe we could spend the next hour together or two hours together and maybe there is a potential for a second date so i don't think it takes long at all yeah. to be honest yeah it's like when you I meet completely a, a friend like you kind of know you're going to be friends when you meet each other yeah yeah it's just like the way I don't know. It's the way someone talks. It's the mm. way they, um, almost like the energy they give off, I guess you can just tell you're like, yeah. Mm. Okay. If, if, if not for anything else, you're going to be a mate. Like, yeah. I think that's, that's really important. And you kind of got to be able to see someone as, oh yeah, I could be friends with you mm. before you could even see them as anything else. Mm. I suppose. Yeah. You know, like, would I, would I be friends with you? Yeah. Okay. That's like a pretty yeah, good, like, true test I guess yeah true I remember when I met Fraser like after our first date I was like yeah I could actually think I could I could be with you yeah you know yeah I I felt that and not that it was like oh you're gonna be my person and I'm so obsessed with you or whatever it's like no but I could actually like I can see us together yeah and I think you've just got to have it like at least that yes and I think that like when you're overly obsessed with them and this is even mm. like what my psych says that it's probably your anxiety. <laughs> mm, it's probably your like last fight or flight. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, this person's amazing. And then that can trigger your yep. anxious attachment. And that's mm-hmm. actually not a good thing. So I think when when something feels safe, when something feels calm, yeah. it's actually a really good sign. Yeah, I think so. And mm. I think there's, you know, you and I always talk about how like, you know, the biggest like one of the biggest lies in society is that like it's meant to be like the movies Mm -hmm. and that you're just meant to like know when you know and like it's meant to be like fireworks and whatever and it's like no like Mm -hmm. that's not sustainable that's not long term that's lust yeah and there's a difference between lust and like being able to be committed to someone and you know I think that's Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably, you know, a destroyer of a lot of relationships is that yeah. it's meant to be this, oh, my God, all the freaking time. And, like, yeah. honestly, if it was, like, 
there's a good chance it's a pretty toxic relationship. Yes. Like yeah. that means that there's going to be real big lows, lows. as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a good good way to determine it. I think so, yeah. And I think, mm. yeah, I go into dating like like not like, oh, my God, I like this person. It's like is this actually this person I could spend the rest of my life with? Mm. Not and like- you're a very um, self-aware person person and you 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 know yourself I think on a really deep level like you know your your attachment style you know what that is and what that looks like and what that feels like and you also probably know how to pick up on someone else's attachment style I'm smell from a mile away (laughs) yeah now having dated two awards and so tell me how does that go into your um into your I guess decision making you know like would you would you want to be with someone again that has an avoidant attachment? No style? way, no way. Yeah. I would yeah. no. I'd be rather be single. For me, yeah. I so I guess like when we're going to go into attachment styles one day, I'm sure. But like yeah. avoidance, basically, um, they have a tendency to not confront conflict. They run away mm. at the first sign of of, of fear or. Um, conflict or whatever um Mm. and anxious attachments often you know it's kind of like a cat and mouse kind of game like as the avoidance run away the 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 anxious get closer and so it's a very bad dynamic to have in a relationship unless they're both Mm -hmm. willing to do the work to become a little bit more secure themselves and in the relationship so for me like I need somebody who is reliable who Mm. doesn't kind of come then go who replies Mm. within you know a regular amount of time and doesn't wait two days um and I'm not a needy person I'm definitely not Mm. a needy person but I have needs um and I need somebody who's reliable and it doesn't activate my anxious attachment me wondering do they like me or do they not Mm. like me I can't really tell like no if you know you know if they Mm -hmm. wanted to they would like yes. it comes down to that. And yeah. one thing that I am really putting in terms of my standards right now is like, you know, if they really wanted to, if they wanted to message you, there's no excuse. I'm sorry. But like no one's too busy. Like mm-hmm. if they wanted to message you, if they want to ask how your day was, like they will do that. If they really care, yeah. they you, you will know. Um, yeah. And so anyone yeah. who's flaky, anyone who's like, oh, ow, like let's go on a walk. Oh, sorry, can't do it. Oh, sorry, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Forgot to message you. Like, no, see ya. Like no, not happening because no, no, that's the standard no that I put to myself for others and so I accept that in return. Yeah, absolutely, and that's your standards. I think um, I think there's a big difference between someone that's flaky, you know, with like replying and stuff mm. and someone that's just bad at texting and the yeah. difference would be that, you know, if someone's just bad at texting, like that's fine, like, you know, not everyone's great on their phones and, mm. and whatever, like that's totally fine but they're still reliable yeah. and they still do check in on you and see, you know, every day, Yeah, how, how are you going? And and if they, you know, uh, say, oh, we're going to meet up on Saturday, you know, and even if they don't text you a million times in between, but they still commit to that Saturday. Yep. And yep. I think there's a big difference. Yep. And I think a lot of people use the excuse of, oh, I'm just not good on my phones as as an excuse for being flaky. Yes. And there's a, there's a big difference. 100%. You don't want them to be on their phone all the time. You don't – that's okay. If that's not their, their jam, cool, like totally fine. Yeah. But, yeah, there's a difference between that and flakiness, right? A hundred percent. And, like, even this guy mm. I went on the date with yesterday, I um, we organised this date, like, 
I reckon we organized it on Thursday and it's what's the day today? Yeah. So we had our date on Tuesday. So yesterday yeah. we organized it on Thursday. Days in between. Yeah. Let's do a date yeah. Thursday here at this time. And then he didn't message me and I didn't message him. And I was like, Oh, it's probably not going to happen then. And then yeah. yesterday at like midday, he's like, Hey, Al, see you at four o'clock here. I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is this still happening? And I, I messaged Lou and I was like, is this bad? Like, is this he being a flake? No. But I'm like, I actually don't think he is. I think that, you be, to be honest, like, why would we message? Like, we're yeah. going to get to know each other anyway. And yep. the fact that he still turned up at four o'clock mm-hmm. at the place, you know, like, I feel like yeah. that's a really good thing. Yeah, he he made a he made a plan, and yeah, he, he made a plan. Like yeah. that yeah. that that was it. And I that think yeah. the reason that it was a shock for you is because that doesn't happen no usually you know it doesn't like I've had multiple experiences with people like yeah let's do it here and then like don't hear from them until four days later they're like hey and I'm like bro did you lose your keys like (laughs) still waiting so in those situations I'm like oh it's no yeah you know so um, what are what are your your red flags like what are you on guard for because I think you know we call you like you know, red flag queen, like queen, like you can smell it. Like it, yeah. what, what are you looking for? Like, or is it just a, a, a vibe? Is it a sense? Yeah. So I think the first one is obviously um, like, like inconsistency. So mm. like if they're, you know, obsessed with you one day and then not obsessed with you another day, um, mm. no, nah, I, I, mm. I, I can't deal with that. Like I, mm-hmm. I can't. Um, yeah. I also think another red flag for me is, when they talk about their exes in a negative light. Um, oh, yeah. Because I think, you know, that kind of shows to me that maybe they're a bit defensive um, yeah. and a victim and don't really acknowledge that they're very biased. Um, and, mm. you know, not to say that they're wrong, but if they say all their exes are psychos, it's like, mm, yeah, it's like, common okay, common denominator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it also means like, oh, they might talk shit about me one day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. A hundred. Not a good sign. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, and I think the other thing that I really get the ick about, and I don't know if mm. this is a red flag, but I kind of think it might be like an amber flag is mm. like not talking, not asking me questions, like only talking mm. about themselves. Like I get really 
I don't, isn't this, yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, that shows a bit of, um, I don't know, I don't want to say narcissism, but like, yeah. you know, yeah. just a bit of selfishness, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Maybe yeah. a bit of ego. Ego. Yeah. And I think, um, the other thing as well that I'm kind of looking out for is somebody Ooh. who actually has their shit together. Like, I don't yeah. want to date somebody who has changed their career 15 times lives paycheck to paycheck, like doesn't mm. have, you know, any emotional awareness. Like uh, for me, mm. I'm like, I'm past that. Like I'm not 16 anymore. Mm. I'm really yeah. wanting to get a relationship that I'm like this person, I don't have to baby this person. Like this person's yeah. got their shit sorted. And like, obviously I'm yeah. not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but at least I'm willing to grow and, and, yeah. and, and receive feedback. And, you know, I have goals and yeah. So somebody who has that growth mindset. um, Yeah. So yeah, I guess a red flag would be like not willing to develop as, as a couple, as an individual. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what you just touched on there is like growing as a couple, Mm. I think is so important to see like that potential that they are willing to grow together and yeah, to actually, I don't know, work on something and 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 make it like, you know, your your, your partnership, your team. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can't see that in someone from the very get go, which I think are basically all of those red flags that you just said, then it's like nah, in the bin. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent, absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. And also being late, that's another red flag. <gasps> oh God, we couldn't date. Oh, I'm always my. Late. You are. It's so annoying. You're always I'm so, late. like. Honestly, I I try not to be, and it gives me so much anxiety to be late. But I but just I actually think it's maybe since I started dating Fraser. <gasps> Fraser, the issue. I actually think it might be. Yeah, honestly, I think it might be. Um, but I hate it. It gives me so much anxiety. Yeah. To to be late. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like I'm always like ten minutes late. Well, that's fine. I I can be the person who's ten minutes early. You can be the person who's ten minutes late. I honestly. Yeah. Like anytime, if someone's like five minutes late, I'm like, nah, red yep. flag. <laughs> yep. Yep. But Literally, I am your red flag. <laughs> you are walking red flag. Absolutely. Walking, talking red flag. Walking, talking red flag. <laughs> but like, I mean, I don't mind my friends being a little bit late. Like I kind of like whatever. But anytime a date yep. is late, I'm like, does this matter to you? You know? Yeah. And I, Particularly and I, for a first date, for a like, first date. Yeah. come on. And, like, yeah. there's obviously, like, five minutes late is not a big deal, but, like, every time if they're 10 minutes late, mm. like, can you not sort out your shit to get to a date yeah. within yeah. the time that we allocated? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it just makes you think, like, are you a bit flaky? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that's where it comes down to, unreliability, like, and uh, priorities. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 100%. So we've talked about what you you don't want. What, what are you looking for in like when uh, you're on the date? Like, what are you like? Okay, yeah, like yeah. you could be potential. Yeah, mm. actually, do you know what? My psychologist actually asked me to write down a list of things I want in my future partner, and I found it very useful. So I'm just going to get my journal and and read it out yes. to you. I did the exact same thing. Really? Before I started um, dating Fraser, and I remember listening to a podcast one time and. Um, it was with on uh, Mamma Mia Out Loud, so it was Mia Friedman, and she was like, mm. I don't know anyone that has written a list that hasn't got, you know, what they wanted in a partner. Like yeah. writing that list is so important. I think from like you 
just, you know, being aware of what you want, but also the manifestation of it. Like you put it down, that's it. So tell me, what is it? What are the things you want? So what I need in a partner, reliability, Mm. (laughs) emotional Mm -hmm. awareness, self Mm. or intrinsically motivated, Um, independent, funny, lightness Mm. of the soul. And what I mean by that is like, do you know how some people just are heavy? Yeah. Whereas some people are just a light. So I'd like a lightness of the soul, caring, supportive of my opinions, open-minded and yeah, like I guess um, physically healthy and and mentally healthy, you know, like I want somebody who respects their health um, because I do and it's something that's important to me. That's a big, yeah, that's a big part of your life as well. Yeah. Yeah, I like those. Yes. And I like that I like the lightness of the soul because I Mm. guess that's all about how they how they make you feel when you're around yeah. them. Oh, 100%. And yeah, I think that's like if not for anything else, like I think that's the biggest um, the biggest indicator as to who you should be with. Even with friends and stuff, it's like, okay, how do you feel after you were with them though? Do you feel drained? Mm-hmm. Do you feel energetic? Do you yeah. feel um, bad about yourself? Like tune in to actually how you feel when you're with them um, because sometimes on paper someone can look, incredible like oh my god like that would be amazing but then you're with them and you feel like a piece of shit like yeah there's yeah that's yeah that's a big one I think yeah especially for people like you're myself who like who do absorb energies like if you're with a person who feels heavy and like yeah like it's just you feel heavy as a Mm. result so yeah and it's not to say that you know if I meet somebody who who is you know, not terribly hilarious, I'm going to be like, no, not happening. But I need- You only made me laugh once. Yeah. <laughs> Nat red flag. <laughs> yeah. But like this would be nice and I don't think it's, yeah. I don't think it's, um, yeah, I don't think it's uh, expecting too much. I think that that is no. like pro- probably most people should be all of that. Yeah. Um, I think very reasonable, reasonable yeah. standards. Yeah. Yeah. What is your biggest um, like – uh, annoyance about dating? Like what is annoying you about it? Because it is fun and exciting, but it's like it's kind of annoying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like there is nothing – like it's, it is fun. It is exciting. Mm. It's interesting. I'm learning so much about people and myself like beyond yeah. words and it's such a good opportunity yeah. to meet people and and everything like that. But I, I, I think I get really annoyed um, – I, especially with the dating apps, right, there is Mm. no pressure to be reliable and there's no pressure to hold your word because I don't know you and you don't know me and we've never met before. So you can just stop replying and it doesn't matter. And I think that that comes into this whole concept of ghosting, right? And Mm. people, because there's so many options out there and Mm -hmm. there's, you know, the radius in which we can date is beyond what it has ever been before then yeah. if one person is, you know, talking to three, four, five girls at once and the one of the girls really catches his eye more than the other, then he'll just stop talking to the other girls and, and vice versa yeah. with, with women as well. And I think mm-hmm. that one thing that's quite exhaustive is this concept of ghosting and how, you know, you invest mm. time and energy and hope and faith and excitement into this one person and then they might just never reply one day. And yep. it sucks because – you feel 
like it's a reflection on you and that you're not good enough. Mm. And, you know, mm-hmm. I know that like it's not, but if it happens, you know, multiple times in a yeah. row, you're kind of like, yeah. what What have I done? What's yeah. wrong with me? Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like as as human beings, our biggest biggest fear is rejection. Yeah. And dating is just it can feel like rejection after rejection after rejection. Mm-hmm. And ghosting is just poor form. Like, yeah. but having said that, I've ghosted before. Oh, yeah. I have, 100%. Yeah. Have, have you as well? Yeah. 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 But I feel like you've grown from that because there was an instance mm. uh, a month ago or something where you weren't really into it mm. and you could have easily ghosted. Yeah. Easily. But you you would really open and and honest with them and yeah. said, "Hey, like I'm I'm, you know, I'm not really feeling it." Mm. And like would, you know, would love to be friends or or yeah. whatever it was that you said, but I think that was just way better. Yeah. It was oh, way better than ghosting. It feels so much better as well. Like when you yeah. say to someone like, "Hey, you're a cool guy, but like I just am not feeling it. I don't think this is we're compatible. Yeah, you know, it's up to them what they reply, but like it just takes a load off you because you're not like yeah. I feel like you're, if you go someone you're like constantly thinking about them. Well, I, I am anyway, bad. and I feel so yeah. bad. Yeah, um, yeah. And I also think like I would never want this to happen to me. So why yeah. would I do it to somebody else? Um, yep. And, you know, I guess if you live where I live and you're, you know, go on a date with somebody around the area, mm. like you're going to fucking see them every day. Like, you yeah. know, it's not like you get, like yeah. live in city of Sydney and you never see the person yeah. again. Like you walk on the Esplanade and see them in the morning. Like, so yeah. you've got to kind of have some, like, I guess etiquette with dating. Yeah. Um, and I guess like you can't be annoyed when someone ghosts you yeah. if you're ghosting other people. Yeah. Like you've got to. I guess, give out what you expect in return. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm. And I guess this whole concept of ghosting is like, when is it a ghost and when is it just like a not reply? Mm-hmm. You know, like if you match with somebody on Hinge and you have a couple mm. of exchanges in messages and then someone doesn't reply, I'm like, mm, whatever. Like yeah. I kind of don't really care. But if you go on a date with somebody, I think yes. that that is a very legitimate reason to be very considerate when you do message and say hey like I just don't mm. think this is going to work um yeah they just never message yeah. them again yeah so you think that's the line like yeah. an actual date yeah. in I person so. yeah after yeah. that it's ghosting yeah yeah that's yeah it's, yeah that's what I think I don't really expect anything yeah. until I go on a date with them yeah yeah and I you know I remember when I guess I was dating and say you know someone's um you know, not super, I don't I know it doesn't work out or, you know, whatever that they ghost you or whatever. I remember feeling, it's just like little mini heartbreaks. Yeah. Like they're not big and they're not mm. like what you would experience when, you know, you've been with someone for a long time. But like, yeah. it's like a day where you, you feel that sense of heartbreak. Yeah. yeah. And I guess it's an ego thing. I think so. And I think like, mm. you know, situationship breakups are still quite horrible. Like, yeah. Yeah. um, and because you've you've looked you've looked into the future, and mm. when it hasn't worked, you sort of grieve a little bit. Um, and I don't, yeah. I think that's human. I don't think you can avoid that as such. One thing I'll yeah. say though that mm. really helps me in those moments is mm. yes, to let go of the expectation, but not limit myself to just talking to one person at once. Yeah, um, 
And I know that sounds really bad in some people's eyes and some people can't do it. Like I was talking to my guy mates the other day about this and they're like, Mm. I could never talk to more than one person at once. And it's not Mm. like I'm going on a dinner date, you know, every single night with five different people and then doing it again the week after and the week after with the same people. Like if I go on a date with somebody and I'm not vibing it, that's Mm. okay. I let it go. Mm -hmm. But you know, I could be talking to like three different, four different guys, not like incessantly, mm. but like, you know, catching up or, you know, planning a date or something like to know that. Them. Yeah. And I don't mm. think that's wrong, to be honest. No, um, I, I you have either. no obligation, no commitment to that person necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, I think where it, I would draw the line is if you go on a date with one, one of them and you really like them and then you go on another date, I would say that that for me, I if I like somebody, mm. I couldn't date multiple people at that yeah. same time. But yeah. if you're messaging and you're organizing a catch up and, you know, it's got a couple a week or so in between, like mm. why not? Like, and I think that that mm. really helps me if something doesn't work out, I'm like, mm-hmm. what's okay? I've got four other dates lined up. Um, yeah, and absolutely. Yeah, the attached book, um, that we've talked about about attachment styles is called attached, mm. and they one of the things they recommended was actually to do that um, because yep. you don't invest so much energy into this one date and like mm. hope, um, yeah, which I yeah. think is actually a good thing, especially. I the think date. so too, and I think um, that's a, a maybe you know in society it used to be looked down on to do mm. that, and like that was like you know um you know a bad thing to do but I actually think it's 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 the correct thing to do you should be um meeting different people when you're single you should be um experiencing different um you know types of of people and it just only opens yourself up to um to to what you you know you could potentially be missing out on if you mm. if you just focused on that you know that one person yeah. and then you get your heart broken like mm-hmm. I think you know when you decide that you do like someone like yeah put all your all your stuff in that like I remember before I started dating Fraser and he knows this I was chatting to like like four four or five people like mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. going on you know going on a couple of dates and like um you know wasn't really you know fully I guess invested in any of them, and then I met Phrase, and literally after one date, I was like, I don't like, I'm I'm investing my time into this person now yeah. because I I really feel a connection yeah. with him, yeah. and and made that clear to the other people. Like mm. it's, you know, I think when you when you do develop feelings, then you know, open yourself up to that person, but play the field, like yeah, you know, meet different people. That's like what dating's all about. When yeah. you when you're with someone. You know, if you are in a monogamous monogamous relationship, you're committing to that person, yeah. and like that's what that's about. But before, like, just meet new people, and mm. if, if not for anything else, make some friends. Like, make some friends, a hundred percent. Yeah, like there's not many opportunities in life where you get to like meet someone of the opposite sex or the same sex. If that's you know, um, yeah, that's your sort of, I guess, um, if that's your sexuality, but like. You know, there's not many, yeah, there's not many times where you can do that. So mm. like, make the most of it. And I've learned mm-hmm. so much in the dating scene already about myself and about yeah. other people, like just random facts that I just never knew or just about mm-hmm. people. It's pretty unbelievable. Um, yeah. But I think when you put expectation and hope into this one person, 
sometimes it, if it doesn't work out, you feel like you're getting heartbroken every single time you go on a date. Mm. It's like, no, like, yeah. you know, you're not. Yeah, yeah. you got to be smart about it. you got to mm. be smart about it. Mm. Yeah. And you got to protect your heart. Like it's at mm. some point, you know, you've got to protect your heart and that's kind of, you know, should be your number one priority. Yeah. And yeah, especially when you have been through, you know, a couple of really hard breakups, you've, you get a bit smarter and you get a bit wiser and mm. yeah, you don't put all your eggs in one basket until you know that that's exactly what you want to do. Absolutely. Um, and I guess like the, the key to that is open communication with the people that you're seeing. Like, yeah. you know, I heard on a podcast um, the other day um, this question that this girl asks um, people that she dates and it was like, is there anyone in your life right now that would be upset that you're on this date with me? Or is or it was like, is there anyone in your life that thinks that thinks that you're their boyfriend? Like wow. just to I guess, I don't know, like make I don't I don't know, like to make sure that, you know, yeah, he's or she is um, you know, being open and, and, and mm-hmm. honest with you. Like, yeah. is there anyone out there that that would be pretty bummed by this? Like wow. I don't know. I kind of think that's a good question yeah. to ask. You I know? think what I would say is like, what's your approach to dating? Like, do you yeah. date one person? Do you date multiple people? Like, yeah, I, I think that, and, and I think that it's okay to be honest with that person. I was actually yeah. listening to a TikTok the other day about this, and she yeah. said this. She was dating like four people at once, like going on dates yeah. with them, and she yeah. said to one of them, "Hey, like, just to let you know, like, I'm." going on dates with other men as well and mm. his reply was well let the best man win and <laughs> it was like oh I like that um and they ended yeah. up dating but um I think it's I like it's that right. like you know mm. like it, we're in a world where like there's so much possibility and you don't mm. you know we, we have options you know mm. and you don't have to settle and it's not to mm. say that you're being an ass like you're yeah. you're just exploring yeah, and just yeah, being being honest. Yeah, being honest with with the people that you're you're seeing and open mm. and yeah, I think that's like really all that matters. Mm. Um, and to just enjoy yourself. Yeah, to enjoy yourself. Like if you you know if you do meet the love of your life, you're most likely going to be with them for a very 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 long time. Yep, and so. you know yeah, like that's that's amazing. Um, but you don't ever want to settle and like. I think you're in a place where you're like, I don't need a relationship so badly that like I'm going to settle for anything. Like it's only going to be for like the person that I want to be with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I can't be bothered with settling. It's just can't be bothered. No, no. It's too much effort. No. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the way you get there is to just be like really complete and whole on Mm. on your own. And be like, I don't need anyone to to fill this void because I'm filling it anyways. Anyone else is just like a huge happy yeah. bonus yes a hundred percent a bonus an add-on that's yeah. one yeah yeah and I work with a lot of people on this idea of dating like mm. a, a lot of people that come to me and we work on you know relationship stuff um there's oftentimes a lot of blocks there yeah there's a lot of blocks that people have to dating mm. and um a lot of people find you know if if you, if you kind of don't do the work on yourself a lot of people find that you are just repeating the same patterns and you're constantly attracting that same yeah. type person. Mm-hmm. And I have definitely found that, you know, um, in, in my life. And it's actually crazy. I 
I did a hypnotherapy session on my relationship blocks um, a month before I met Fraze. Wow. And yeah, and it, I I attribute that to like us, I think, connecting because Fraze and I went to school together. There could wow. have been so many moments in our life that we we connected, but we only connected after I really worked on, on those mm. blocks and really actually did the work. And I find that from that place you're able to attract um, the types of people into your life that are actually in alignment with where you're at. Um, So I think doing that work is so freaking important to be able to, you know, attract, you know, the type of person that you deserve. Um, Otherwise we just keep repeating patterns and we keep dating the same person that looks different. Like, yeah. And I, I, yeah, yeah, you have to. And it's, Mm. I think that, you know, I don't know how people don't, I truly don't know Mm. how people don't. And Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that I even go into dating, it's like, okay, I actually go into it and I reflect after the day and I'm like, is am I repeating the same pattern? Am I attracted to this yeah. person because it's familiar? And I literally mm-hmm. asked myself, I even asked myself last night with this guy when I went on date with him, like, do I like this person because it's familiar to me? Mm-hmm. Or do I like mm-hmm. him because he's different? And because yeah. I, I just don't want to be repeating that cycle again. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think everyone should do that. Everyone should, yeah. uh, even after a breakup, it's the best opportunity to reflect yeah. on what you actually want, what you need and what yeah. you don't need. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So what are your top tips for dating? Tell us what, okay. what have you, what have you gained? What knowledge do you have? Yeah. So Tell I us. would say, well, the first thing is like, know what you actually want. That's so important. Yes. Don't go into it yeah. blind and be like, and let lust lead the way, like know yeah. what you want whether that's yeah. a attribute, whether that's somebody who's financially stable, whether that's someone who is career-driven, whatever, know mm-hmm. what you want. Obviously have some flexibility with it. Don't be like, I want somebody who has dark hair, who's 175 centimetres, who mm-hmm. you know, has blue eyes. and you, That's very specific. Yeah. But as a general rule, I'd say know what you want um, in a mm-hmm. partner. Um, mm-hmm. Changing your language around dating, like we mentioned before. So don't go in to be like, I'm finding my future husband. Go in it to like, yeah. I'm meeting somebody new. And if mm-hmm. we click, awesome. If we don't, fine. I didn't waste time because I met somebody new. Yeah. Um, don't get too attached to the outcome. So mm-hmm. I guess it's sort of the same thing, right? Like if if if, if it doesn't work out, it's okay because you're whole anyway. Um, yeah. And um, I also think – the other thing, the last thing I would say is like um, view it as, and I, 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 I don't know if this is a weird thing or not, but I view it as content, not like Instagram yeah. content, but like <laughs> I, I, I video the whole thing. Alice's private blog. Yeah. <laughs> follow me. Um, so I view it as content in that. Not in a really, really horrible way, but like this is, I I pretend that I'm kind of on a movie, right? And I go in and I'm like, I wonder what this episode is going to be about. And I go into the movie or the episode and I'm just about to go on a date. It's like, I like, I detach myself from the event Mm. and I experience it with no buys, no expectations, just having fun and enjoying the present moment. Um, And if it doesn't work out, it's all for the plot and what's mm-hmm. next is exciting. And yeah. that really helps me because I approach it with less intensity and less, less, you know, um, expectation and weight. Mm. It's kind of like I have a book, even the day that I went on yesterday, the guy, he was like, my, my life is a book 
and each page is, you know, a different page and, you know, I don't want to know what the end of the book is. Yeah. And, you know, I guess with this dating scene, like I'm in a chapter of this dating and like it's okay if like one doesn't work yeah. out because like there's so many more pages to go. Um, yeah. So I kind yeah. of view it as content because it yeah. makes it a little bit more fun. Yeah, I think so. And I guess there's an element of faith there too yeah. that you will end up with the person that, yes. that you're meant to. Is is that a big part yeah. of it for you yeah. as well? hundred percent. I think that for yeah. me, trusting that I will meet somebody, I know it's worked out. I know. And I wrote mm. this quote the other day, like, what happens if I told you that it's already worked out? Now what? We yeah. just wait. And yeah. I know that's going to work out. I know that I'll find somebody that I love and then I'll, you know, live mm. with and, and we will love each other as much as each other. And I know that's going to happen when no idea, mm. but like why not yeah. enjoy the process? Yeah. Um, and I think that's what's yeah. helped me is this whole element of self-love and like, I'm worthy of love. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm a good person. I'm, I have good things to give. Mm-hmm. I wear my heart on my sleeve. Like somebody who's in my life, you know, will compliment it, it will compliment my life, but it's not going to be. I don't need it necessarily, but that also helps me have this trust in in that it will happen. Um, yeah, yeah, it's exciting, and it, not to get you know, I, I do get sad sometimes. I'm like, oh, when am I going to meet my boyfriend? Yeah, um, yeah, but I know it will happen. Yeah, and I think that's really nice. normal. Yeah. You know, we live. Our 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 human condition is to want to connect with people and mm-hmm. to uh, and to be in a, in a partnership. You know, ev- evolutionary, like, you know, that's how we were built, so that we could, you know, have have someone to protect us and and save us. So it's we are, it, it's in our DNA to want that. And so I think having those moments where you are like, oh, like, I just want to like hang out with someone and yeah. you know whatever. Like that's I think that's really normal. But there is that element that is over overarching for you that's like yeah but I'm not gonna settle like yeah no and you know I think I've heard this time and time again when people are like oh like don't you want a boyfriend like you know your standards are too high I don't believe that like oh yeah I'm not settling I'd rather be single thank you yeah 100 percent. yuck um I think I think that's great thank you darling watch this space watch this space yeah, will we will we hard launch um your new boyfriend here when you? When <laughs> we will definitely hard launch him. Yeah, fuck yeah! I can't wait. I think that's so cool. I think it's so cool that you that you talk about dating in such a yeah. open and vulnerable way because I think you know there's so many people out there that are dating and you feel a lot of the time very lonely in that existence, mm. especially if you know you do have mates that are in relationships. Yeah, you know. Um, and I think, you know, the more open and, and honest that we all are about our situations, even, you know, people in relationships, um, you know, I guess, you know, I'm very open with you that, you know, it's, mm. it's not perfect and yeah. and nobody is. Um, so I think we just need all need to be a little bit more open about you know, the actual situations that we're in. And yes. there's so much fun of dating and it's exciting and, you know, whatever. Um, but it's hard too. It is hard. And one thing I will say yeah. actually just a bit of a reco, but at the end is mm. there's two books that I would recommend before anyone yes. goes on a date. And the book cool. is Attached, which is about attachment styles. And yes. the other book is um, called Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus by John Gray. Mm. Mm. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. And I would recommend anybody who wants to go on a date, wants to start dating, has, you know, um, trauma from past relationships, anything mm-hmm. like that, 
read these books. They are phenomenal. Mm. And I've just gone into dating this time around with a completely different mindset than I have originally. Yes. And I want to add on top of that, um, any podcast, any book by Esther Perel. She is the relationship queen um, and has really, really incredible um, knowledge. So definitely. Yeah, she's got a potty. I listened to her potty um, actually the other day. Actually, it was yesterday. Yeah. 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 So cool. Hey. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Do the, do the work and enjoy yourself. Have fun. Don't put so much pressure Uh, on it. Just enjoy yourselves. It's all for the plot, brother. All for the plot. And yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll, yeah. Anyways, I don't know what I was going to say. Okay. Thanks Um, for listening. Subscribe, like, share. Yeah, please. Um, Okay. Bye. Bye. 